Hello and welcome to ROI, Relevant or Irrelevant, the radio show where events of history are examined through the discussion of books, journal articles, papers, and presentations. Then historians and history buffs ask the question, what is relevant or irrelevant in today's world? My name is John Keeley, and this is the podcast extension of show 480. Our guest today is Dr. Eric Jensen, Associate Professor of History at Miami University, who will be talking to us about German history and documents and the Images website. The History Buffs join us today are Rick Sweet and Jay Swords. Jay, you get to start us off. Eric, I'm going to ask you a little bit about how one uses the website, and I'm going to use uh, an example, and I'm, I certainly cannot pronounce the German, and, and I hope that I get the, the phraseology right. Um, so if I wanted to look up a phrase, the phrase that I stumbled across uh, translated into English, it's a Nazi term that was used apparently in Nazi propaganda um, justifying the Holocaust or concentration camps or whatever. And the phrase was, lives not worth living. Does that ring a bell to you? It was Lieben something or other. I can't, I don't know. That yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, and see, your question would be like, I like how. So how if I, if you... I stumbled onto that phrase and I wanted to know more about that or what context that was in, how would I do that using the website? Well, okay. So, um, so the website right now is live. This is this is the older version. This is the the 1.0 version. The 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 reboot is going to be, um, as I mentioned, sometime in the fall or the spring. But if you go to the website right now, which is just GermanHistoryDocs.ghi-dc.org, but just put in German History and Documents and Images. Um, if you click on any one of the images. Um, you will see uh, the different chapters if you know for sure that you want to look just at uh, Nazi Germany uh, for this particular term. You can click there, but you'll also see at the bottom there's a there's um, there's a search um, button. So if you click on that, it says search by keywords, and let's just find out. So say you don't know the the German the German phrase. Um, uh, so. Let's just type in un, unworthy um, into this as a keyword, and let's see what comes up. And if you see below that, you can actually you can actually narrow it down. Let's just narrow it down to 1933 to 1945, and we'll see what comes up. And then we'll search. And then you'll see right here under documents, the first thing that comes up is this document that looks like it's right exactly what you want. Carl Binding and Alfred Hoche, uh, permitting the destruction of life unworthy of living. Um, and this is, our, this is from 1920. This is actually in, in, in my chapter, the, the Weimar Republic. But you can go through and you can see all the documents that have that term unworthy in it. You can also see um, there are three images that might be pertinent to it. And there's actually one map that might be pertinent. And the map is, uh, concentration and extermination camps and euthanasia centers, sure. which definitely sounds sure. like something yep. that you're also interested exactly. in. So yeah, it's it should be a pretty easily navigable website. And by the way, this is the old version that I was just navigating through now. The new version is supposed to be even more um, uh, fine-tuned. It's, gonna, it's supposed to have more of a um, uh, fingerspitzengefühl, the the fingertip um, sensibility that will allow you to be even more precise in, in locating what you want. Terrific. Okay. Thank you. Rick. 
Eric, uh, how far back date-wise does uh, the items on this website go for um, German history? How many, uh, in terms of years, are we talking 100, 200, 500 years? Uh, 500 years. So I, I went on the website, and it, it starts at 1500. So the the you know early modern period. You know, some people even say this is very, very, very late uh, medieval period. But let's look under documents. Now, I'm, I'm curious what the what you know the very first uh, document is. And in fact, um, you know, if you click under documents, um, sure enough, here is a document called the Rise of a, a Burger, um, Burkhard Zink, and this is from. Um, 1474, 1475. Um, it's, yeah, sometime in the, in the, you know, early mid 15th century is when, uh, when he was writing this. So it goes pretty far back. It goes, it goes back to a time before there was a, a Germany per se, a, you know, a unified Germany. Yeah, it wasn't autonomous <clears throat> yet. Um, question then, um, what you've described is that this website does a great job bridging, uh, era to era. Um, do they have um, its own section for the, and I'll probably butcher this German, but the Sturm und Drang era? I mean, before you know, after 1871, where Germany does find its uh, autonomy, and you have the German culture that's um, in huge conflict with uh, the old world and the new world. Did I pronounce the Storm and Stress era? Did I butcher that or? Oh no no yeah that was good yeah yeah I mean the 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 era that I think you're talking about like this 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 um you know kind of the 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 um the post unification period right eighteen seventies eighteen eighties eighteen nineties yeah it's actually um it's actually covered by um by two different chapters um there's one that looks um, it, it's it's described on the website as Bismarck in Germany okay. um, which goes up until. Um, 1890, you know, Bismarck was dismissed in 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 um, in the late 1880s. Um, but then there's another period that looks at this, um, you know, kind of Wilhelm II, this 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 period from 1890 uh, through the First World War. I, I want to dig in. You know, one of one of the questions that you ask is a is is a really really good one. And this was one of the questions that we wrestled with when we had a meeting of the editors in Washington D.C. to talk about what this site would look like is precisely how we were going to periodize these, these different, you know, kind of segments of German history. And then what happens to some of these developments that, that kind of fall between the stools, uh, so to speak. So for example, one of the cutoff dates is, um, uh, 1815 to 1866. And then there's another one, 1866 to 1890. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's going on in this period in the, the mid 1860s that is really important to both of those chapters. And so one of the, one of the, the, um, initiatives that we're really trying to, you know, kind of promote in this rebooted website is to make it easier for, uh, people to navigate precisely these spans of time that cross a couple of different chapters. And so there'll be references in both the earlier chapter and the later chapter to precisely, you know, the development that people want to look at. So, for example, inflation, um, you know, a lot of scholars of inflation will 
rightly so, remind us that German inflation actually began in 1914. It didn't begin, um, you know, in the in the Weimar Republic. And so one of the things we're working on for this new website is a way to navigate through these early phases of the inflation that would actually fall within this chapter that is just 19 or 1890 to 19, you know, 18, as well as continue it through to um, the Weimar Republic chapter, which is the one that I work on. So, yeah, this question of periodization, you know, what are these turning point dates that we want to use? And then how do we help people to find documents and to explore historical trends that don't adhere to these, these this periodization, that, that you know, these developments span, right. you know, this period of time? Like, you know... It, Historic dates and, and cutoffs never work neatly. They're always no. this artificial imposition that historians put on the past to try to try to help us make simplified sense of it. And you know, simplified sense will often leave out some really important oh. details. Well, and I mean, uh, the, on this note, if you're going to pick countries in the 19th century or to be um, Italy, the Austrian-Hungarian Empire, and Germany, there is complete chaos. For decades of, you know, what direction you're going, uh, who is in charge, or what is the driving force to the new era. So, I mean, when you guys sat down in Washington, um, uh, how many nights were you, like, um, bat-rattling off each other's head? Is and how do you get these dates? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of what we were doing, um, it was mostly afternoons we were talking about it, nights we just, we just went out and had cocktails. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what I thought you were doing, it at the cocktails. <laughs> yeah, as I recall, we, even, we, we talked about it even more. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it helped, you know, establishing some type of dates helped as, as a loose guideline. And, you know, as search engines become much more sophisticated, you know, it's much easier to, you know, explore regions that, that span these dates. But but one of the things that we're also working on is this, like, overall introduction to the website that helps people entering the website to think about, you know, approaching their topic by looking at a number of different chapters. You know, there's something else in your question that I thought was really interesting, because, you know, we're talking about how difficult it is to periodize time. It's also very difficult to delineate space, particularly when you're looking at a, a country like Germany, whose borders change, change so dramatically over time, and that, that didn't exist as a single political entity prior to 1871. And so one of the things we talked about is, you know, which regions of Europe are included in, you know, quote unquote, Germany for the purposes of this website, you know, to what extent are we including developments in Switzerland? To what extent are we including developments in Austria and in the Habsburg Empire? You know, in the earlier sections, I will tell you a lot, because that really mattered for, you know, what what we think of as as German history. Um, in, In my own section on the Weimar Republic, I was just as interested in, in fact, in some cases, even more interested in some of these territories that were carved off from Germany as a result of the Versailles Treaty and what was going on in those those parts of what what were then Poland and um, and France. Um, And I was interested in in how Germans in, you know, kind of the the um, the post Versailles Germany were thinking about those territories. So I have. I have a whole little section on what's going on in this this Polish region of Silesia that was once a part of Germany prior to uh, prior to the end of the First World War. So 
it's really interesting this question of periodization is important in this question of like what is what 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 even is germany right well it's it's really really, the answer is quite simple you ask the prussians they say to hell with everybody else and it starts there (laughs) and then you go forward i mean is there any difference there really isn't anything no yeah 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 leave it to the prussians they'll tell you where to begin It's so funny. It reminds me of a, a joke a, a friend of mine, mine in Germany shared. Um, you know, the, the, even the question of who's a Prussian and who isn't um, it, it gives gives way to lots of, of humor in Germany. And, and this was um, a woman who had grown up in the far, far southwestern corner of Germany, like south of Freiburg. And she said in um, in Freiburg is like, you know, one of the most southwestern, um, probably the most southwestern, like major important city in Germany. And she said when she was growing up, like her entire family joked that Prussia began in Freiburg and no one in Freiburg would ever say they were a part of Prussia. Prussia. Freiburg is Baden. Freiburg is far <laughs> southwestern Germany. But like, you know, like Prussia was always the boogeyman. Like anything was like bad right. about Germany. Like, well, <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. Well, you need one of those. Yes, yeah. you do. Yeah, it was. We, yeah. Would, <laughs> we would like to thank our guests for the 480th show, Dr. Eric Jensen, Associate Professor of History at my Miami University, who talked to us about German history in documents and images website. The History Buff of Today's show were Rick Sweet and Jay Swords. ROI can be found at 9.30 p.m. Friday nights on KALA Radio or on the web at TuneIn.com. If you're looking for older programs, you'll find them at SoundClouds.com. Just put KALA Radio in the search, click on the first icon, and scroll down to find nearly a decade of ROI shows. You can also find ROI on your favorite streaming platforms. ROI is recorded at station KALA St. Ambrose University.